Finales don't get any grander than this, folks, nor do they get more exciting as we wrap up the world-spanning epic that is The Killing Moon, here on Tales of the Extraordinary! The Axion never rests, especially when that Axion involves giant metal monsters from the moon rampaging through the Palace of Nations as the leaders of the world cower in fear. Mussolini never cowers! As the leaders of the world, with the exception of Il Duce himself, cower in fear. Actually, we are quite accustomed to large monsters in Japan, you know. As a select few of the leaders of the world, the point is giant robots! Despite successfully jamming the radio signals that were controlling the towering automatons, the beasts continued to follow their last received command to destroy everything. Unbeknownst to our earthbound heroes, however, the next order sent from the moon would have turned on the robot's mind control function, brainwashing the world leaders into being pawns for the megalomaniacal Adonis Stavros. This news would be small comfort to them, as they are facing eradication at the hands of the three-legged war machines. Or they would be, were it not for the inexplicable sudden appearance of the Captain of the Daedalus, encompassed in a metal suit, and ready for battle. Broughton, get the civilians to safety! I'll handle them! Everyone get down! The monsters have found us! Not for long, Tin Man. Wendigo, give me a hand. I'll give you two, eh? Roar! Mr. Stevenson, I never thought I'd be so glad to see you again. Domo Arigato, Mr. Uh, robot Guy. Hold the tripod still one more second, please. This portable missile should take care of it. Clear the room, it's coming down! The beastie's still twitching! Watch out for the legs! I got him! Whoa! Hang on tight, Rod! Trying to, Wendy! It's like a bucking bronco! Stand aside, Bronco. I'll disable the wiring of the head. Ah! I'm okay. Ow. Alright, people. Now's as good a time as any. Let's evacuate the palace. And go where, madam? We have a van out front, mister. Mister? I am the king of the United Kingdom and emperor of India. You will address me as- Are you as... coming or not? I say. I will not follow the orders of a woman. Fine, Benny. The less pig-headed of you who want to survive the night are welcome to come with me. Mussolini can stay and die for all I care. I agree with Benito. But I also wish to live. Let me at least walk in front of you. Ugh, fine. Just move it, people. Oh, now that that's done. Captain, what are you doing here? I thought you went up to the moon with the others. I did. Unfortunately, our craft was destroyed by this army of tripods as they made their way to the Earth. What? Miss Kingsley! Mr. Moon! To the best of my knowledge, everyone survived. Whether they made it to the moon alive, I cannot say. I managed to get this iron exosuit on in the nick of time. I harnessed one of the robots with a grappling cable and was dragged along with them. Returning to the Earth was very... hot. Enough talking. Let's smash, fellas! I concur. This suit is capable of short bursts of flight. Hold on to my back and I will carry you to the top of the nearest tripod. Now we're docking! Make it happen, big guy! I'm right behind ya! Wendy, go! 
Um, excuse me. Ah, Doctor, you're still here. Yes, uh, th thank you for noticing. I was wondering if perhaps we could go now? I suppose so. We evacuated most of the world leaders, aside from a certain stubborn Italian standing with his arms folded amidst the wreckage. Pangul! And you have activated the radio jamming device for all the good it's done. I'd say we are safe to leave, yes. Wonderful. Then, if I could ask just one small favor? But of course. Could you please put on some clothing? Ah, <sighs> fine. Meanwhile, on the moon, giant worms from beneath the lunar surface are attacking the colony of Moonlandia as Officer Sullivan leads a small group of invading moon men to rescue his friends from the clutches of Henry Ford and the, Meleg and the, megalo and the megalomaniacal Adonis Stavros. We certainly hope you've caught up on the previous episodes of The Killing Moon, or else that last sentence, as hard to say as it was, may have left you confused, eh? Rest assured, brave procrastinators, you are not nearly as confused as Henry Ford and Adonis Stavros at this very moment. This way, Henry. Close the door. What in the four corners of hell is going on here, Adonis? I get down. This unit shall keep Miss Stavros safe inside. What? No! Not in the belly! Please, mind your hand! Let me out! Let me out! Look! There they go! Down that hallway! That metal fink is mine! Get in line, Vesper. Wait, wait! What about Mr. Ford? Steve is right. We came to stop the big cheese, not the little curds. And Stavros has my rubber stamp! Hold on, you actually brought that here? Of course! What's the point of making one if I wasn't going to stamp my name on every square inch of Moonlandia? It's all legally mine now. I'm not sure that's how the law works. You gentlemen deal with Ford and Stavros then. I'll take that automaton myself. What? Vesper, wait! Ah, too late. She's gone. I'm sure she'll be fine. Against a robot with no mind to control? Uh, that's a good point. You better go help her. Don't forget the stamp! Vesper, wait up! I'm sorry, but was that THE Randolph Moon? Let me guess, you're his biggest fan. I'm the president of the Brazilian chapter of the Randolph Moon fan club! Why didn't you say we were coming to rescue a slick random moon himself? Do people really call him that? What if that robot were to hurt his perfect hair? Or break his supple mouth? We must go after him! But Steve, what, what about Stavros and Ford? Don't you want revenge on the guys who enslaved you? Or... Oh, I will do terrible things to their family. But after? You can touch Randolph Moon. Oh, I'm on getting his crevices. Great. Well, what, what about you guys? We follow the great Solvin, for he is our champion. Yeah, that's more like it. I think I could get used to this chosen one shtick after all. Follow me, boys. I am actually a woman. Oh. Uh, really? All right. Follow me, g uh, gang. Let's find those rats! I think they're gone. Good. Then we must... What was that? <laughs> Adolf? Is that you? <laughs> take the gun out of your mouth, son. I can't understand. I said go away! They will not take me! I will not go back to prison! Mr. Hitler, this is not the way. We are defeated! The enemy surrounds us! All is lost! This is the only way out! Actually, 
but it's not true. There is a lifeboat ready to return us to Earth should just such an emergency necessitate it. Oh, well, why didn't you say so? Where is it? In the next pod. We are making our way there now, once I set the self-destruct sequence. The what? Now hold on there a minute, son. You're gonna blow up my moon colony? It is the surest way to eliminate these parasites once and for all. Do you realize how long it took me to build this place? On the moon, man! You must learn to release your ties to material things, Henry. Easy for you to say. You're a billionaire! With a B! Henry. Not all of us can afford to blow up man-made islands That or... is not fair, Henry. Hydrobase One was very dear to my heart, as were all of my clones. I lost Fordlandia! I will not lose Moonlandia too. This is pointless. I value your independence, Henry, but if you are to be part of the New World Order, you will have to learn to submit to my wishes. What New World Order? They've shut down the transmitters, and for all we know, the League has destroyed the tripods on Earth. Oh, Mr. Hitler, will you please talk some... Hitler? Adolf, old boy? Where are you? Wait, did you leave the door open? Of course not. I closed it when I... Oh, no. That backstabbing kraut... To the lifeboat. Hurry. Elsewhere, within the labyrinthine structures of Moonlandia, Beverly Vavrila and her animal companions, Gatsby the Chimp and Barney the Koala, are trying to find their bearings. Oh, I think we lost it. What in the world was that thing, fellas? It looked like a gigantic slug with teeth. Oh, easy for you to say. You weren't almost at lunch. I think I may need to check into a sanitarium when we get back. Don't you get smart with me, Barney. You were almost a koala snack yourself. Ha! Let's just hurry up and find Mr. Moon and Vesper, okay, yeah? Assuming that they haven't been killed by that metal monster or eaten by a giant space worm. <laughs> oh, oh! Settle down, fellas. What's the... Intruders! Ah, the metal man! Intruders must be eliminated. He's got a gun! Arm! Gun arm? Arm gun. Well, what would it be? Oh! This unit is in emergency mode. Standing down is not- Override code GG! Standing down. Hello, lady. You're not going to hurt me, right? Oh, a little girl covered in slime. Oh, was that metal monster kidnapping you too? Mr. Bubbles grabbed me and he threw me in his belly without even asking. It was very rude. Miss Stavros was being devoured by a hostile intruder. I meant the second time. Enemy forces were in pursuit. I could have taken them all. I don't think I understand. <laughs> Out of the way, lady. Monkey! <laughs> oh, I don't think you should. Come here, you. <laughs> I will hug him and kiss him and name him Chi-Chi. Where have I heard that before? Oh, Dr. Dolittle! It's my favorite book. I love animals, even little bears. Or what kind of bear is that? Oh, that's not a bear. It's a koala. A koala? Is that some kind of moon bear? I, I'm sorry. 
sorry, little girl, but who are you? There she is. Come here, you little demon. Oh, Mr. Moon! Vesper! <laughs> Gatsby? But how? Beverly, step away from the girl. What? No, hold on, yell. I called dibs on wringing her little neck. Oh, no! Chi-Chi, you wouldn't let them hurt me, would you? No one's going to hurt you, dear. Mr. Moon would never attack a sweet little thing like you. Unless... Oh, no! It's space madness! What? Beverly, that girl is an innocent child! Yeah! I'm innocent! Mr. Bumble... Don't let her talk! Ow! Let go of me! <laughs> Ow! Cats, what was that for? Chi-Chi is my monkey! He doesn't let big meanies hurt his mistress! <laughs> Gatsby, Beverly, look, she is not what you think she is. This little hellhound is their head of security. Their head of what now? I didn't want to have to do this, but Beverly, look into my eyes. Oh, isn't that how you read people's... Oh. Oh. Good. Now grab that munchkin. Okay. Ah! Chi-Chi, help! <laughs> wow! The koala just tackled Gatsby. At least somebody here is making sense. Chi-Chi, no! Get off him! Ow! Let go, lady! <laughs> Gatsby! Just calm down! We can explain! Beverly, take off her goggles so I can see her eyes. Mr. Bubbles, help! Oh, no. Unhand Miss Bubbles or there will be trouble. Beverly, down! Oof. Saved my life. Not for long. He's aiming right at us. What was that? Look where the robot shot the wall. It's going to pop. Hold on to something. Mr. Bubbles, help! Oh no! The girl flew out the hole. Well, I got you, Gats. Grab Barney. Miss Stavros, this unit is coming. Do not attempt to breathe. Oh, hell sweet. The her. We're going to need rescuing soon if we don't get out of this pod. Everyone to the exit. No, wait. Our spacesuits are in the foyer over there. We can make it back to the ship. You can't leave without Sully. Mr. Sullivan's alive? Gets <laughs> me slow down. Well, I guess we're headed back to Moonlandia then. Everyone follow that monkey. And let us all follow these words from our sponsor to savings. Good morning, family. I made toast. I love toast. Yay, toast! Honey, this toast is incredible. Is there something different about it? Yes, dear. Notice how evenly sliced the pieces are? Yay, Mom! You've certainly improved your skill with the knife. <laughs> oh, no, dear. I bought it this way. You bought sliced bread? That's a thing? How long has this been around? It's brand new, in this year of our Lord, 1928. Yay, it's the best thing ever! Think about all the time I'll save. Now that I don't have to slice the bread myself, I can focus on more important tasks, like gardening, dusting, washing dishes. Knock, knock. Oh, look, it's Bob the Milkman. Uh, didn't you deliver the milk last night? Uh... Oh, look, Bob, we have sliced bread. 
Oh wow! You mean to tell me you bought it this way? That's the best thing since Louis Pasteur developed his historic technique to remove bacteria from creamy, delicious milk. Special delivery. I've got an unusually large package here for Helen Manderson at 2345 Lakeview Terrace. Hi. Look, honey, it's Stan, the postman. Uh, since when does the post office deliver on Sunday? Since we... Look, Stan, we have sliced bread. That's sliced bread? Wow, that is the best thing since the United States Postal Service was put into effect by the Postal Act of 1792 by President George Washington himself. Hi, honey. Helen. Oh, look, honey, it's Carol from Bridge Club. Uh, hi, Carol. Isn't Bridge Club tomorrow night? Look, Carol, look what we have on the table. Oh, it's so beautiful. Is that? Yes, it's sliced bread. Hey, Helen. I brought by my big hose to put out that raging fire. I mean, hi, Mrs. Anderson. Look, honey, it's Fireman George just checking in to make sure our, our house isn't on fire. Um, I don't smell smoke. Uh, yeah. Hey, is that some sliced bread up in there? That looks pretty good. Hi, hi, Helen. Oh, I, I mean, I mean, Miss, Mrs. Anderson. Oh, look, honey, it's little Tommy from next door. I'm, well, I, oh, hey, is that that sliced bread I've been hearing so much about? Uh, well, hello there, Helen. I'm just polling the neighborhood, making sure I've got your, oh, hey, Anderson family. Oh, look, honey, it's Mr. Mayor. Uh, so the mayor's making house calls now? I'm just checking on my constituents. Is that some sliced bread over there? Oh, look, it's Sparky. Down, boy, get off my leg. Look what I have here. That's right, Sparky, it is sliced bread. I bought it this way. No, I don't have any more peanut butter. Gosh, Helen, I forget just how popular you are in the neighborhood. Oh, look, a bear. It's the best thing since sliced bread. to eat all of our sliced bread. You want more sliced bread, don't you? Yeah, nothing will ever be better than sliced bread. It's the greatest thing ever. And will continue to be forever. We return now to Moonlandia, where Adonis Stavros and Henry Ford are in for a most unpleasant surprise. No, we're too late. Was that the only lifeboat? I'm afraid so. Can't believe Adolf would do that to me. To us. Ah, I never should have trusted you. Me? What did I do? It was you who insisted that racist coward and that traitorous clansman be brought into the fold. Hold on there, Adonis. Forrest is no traitor. Well, someone had to have freed our prisoners. Maybe it was one of your guards. They are clones of myself. Why would I betray myself? I don't know how clones work, man. I prefer machines. There is still one way off this rock. The ship our guests came in. Genius! We just need to make our way to the airlock down the hall. We can use the moon suits to... I'm sorry, did I interrupt? Who the hell? Wait, I know you. You're Heinrich's Jew friend. What? I, I'm Irish. Potato, potato. And do you remember me, pig? Uh, not really. Should I? You ruined my life! You kidnapped me and made me a moon slave! Hmm... Nope, not ringing a bell. I usually have intermediaries handle the slave labor. You know how it is. I will kill you! Steve, wait! Let me go! This appears to be a personal matter between you two. I will just be on my way. Not so fast, pal. You must be the infamous Stavros, if I'm not mistaken. What are you planning to do, detective? Arrest us? <laughs> I think Moonlandia is well outside of your jurisdiction. Any jurisdiction. Sure, any Earth jurisdiction. But I'm working for the moon people now. The who? 
Hello. You are in the presence of the great Solvin, the champion of almighty Selene, sent to us from Olympus. Selene? The moon goddess? Yes. She who brought us here a millennia ago and watches over us. By Zeus, it's true. The lost city of Heliki. Uh, the, the what now? Of course you would not know the ancient history of the greatest civilization known to man. Everyone knows America is the greatest civilization, pal. Can we just kill them now? Perhaps a, a little bit of torture? Just to make me feel better, okay? It is true. Our ancestors were transported from the blue planet by the goddess herself. Really? They say immense columns of flame erupted from the city for five days. In the end, Heliki was gone. Its inhabitants mysteriously disappeared without trace. Many believed it was swallowed by the sea, by Poseidon himself. You can't be serious. On that day, our ancestors sealed themselves in protective rooms and were repelled from the blue planet to our new home. Of course! The iron ore of the region must have been converted into an electromagnetic generator that propelled them Enough to- Enough talking! Take these monsters into custody by order of the Great Salvin! But... It's alright. I give permission. But there is only one man here. What? Where is Henry Ford? He was just here. Gah! What was that flash of light? Outside the window! Look! Oh no. That's the Athena. The ship we used to get here. Betrayed again. I'd really need to rethink my judgment skills. Great. Now we'll never get home. Your home is here now, Great Sullivan. Uh... Yeah, about this whole Great Selvan thing. Excuse me, can we maybe get out of Moonlandia before your subterranean worms destroy everything? Shut your mouth! Despite what you might believe, Mr. Steve, is it? I am not a bad person. If we could negotiate a deal of some sort. <laughs> what kind of deal? Should you choose to spare my life, I will gladly return with your people back to their moon city. Oh, you're going to come with us as our slave! I beg your pardon? An eye for an eye, as we say! We do not actually say that. I meant we Brazilians, not y Oh, never mind. Oh, the moment is ruined. You guys go on ahead. I'm gonna go find my friends and give them the bad news. We'll see you back, uh... Back home, I guess. Be careful, Micah Sullivan. Doctor's orders. Now, don't worry, Steve. When I get back to the Sullivans, I promise we'll teach them how to make a decent drink, okay? Deal. Come on, slave, move it. Ow! There's no need to be violent. Oh. oh, who am I kidding? I'll never find the others. Mike, there you are. Vesper? Hey there, Sully. Look what I found. Oh, good. Your stamp. Property of Randolph Moon. Bam! <laughs> Cats, is that you? What? Of course I'm alive. It would take more than a fleet of tripods ripping through our hull in the middle of space to get rid of me. Barney, what the hell are you little furballs doing here? Oh, it's actually a funny story. See, we were sitting alone in the Athena. Wait, the tripods. That's it. No, no, I said the Athena. Our escape ship. Yeah, about that. What? Well, let's just say... Escaping on the Athena is no longer an option. Oh, no. Oh, uh, yeah. But don't worry, gang. I just had an epiphany. I think that's what it was. Oh, you can't be serious. Serious about what? 
I just read his mind. Mike, you're a genius! Will someone please tell me what this epiphany is? I'll explain on the way. On the way to where? The control room, of course. Come on. <laughs> Wait to hear Mr. Sullivan's amazing plan? Well, learn to be patient, folks, because our sponsors would like a minute of your time first. Hello, pretty lady. I'm Dr. Steve from Brazil. Wow, what an exotic place. My goodness, you are so super thin. I've been popping tapering pills for years. Oh, no, not that stupid fad. You have wasted away to a skeleton. Now I can't gain weight at all. Don't think so quickly. From Brazil, we have a new product. Tell me. I was going to if you wouldn't interrupt me. We know that the secret to gaining weight is in the mole. Specifically in the mole ass. There is a secret gland that when ingested by the humans will make you gain weight. Mole asses? That is exotic. So what we do is we take the warm velvety molasses. We grind it into a powder, and then we put it into a pill so that all you have to do is shove it up your backside. Wow, it's so simple. My husband's not very flexible, and I don't want to go up in there. We have the mole ass's selfie stick. Simply attach the pill to the end of the stick and shove it up there. You've thought of everything. I sure have. So, go out and buy Dr. Steve's mole asses. Mole asses to shove up your asses. Days go by as we return to the ruins of the Palace of Nations in Geneva, where, amidst the ongoing cleanup and rebuilding efforts, a special ceremony is taking place, led by Secretary General and 16th Earl of Perth, don't you know, Eric Drummond. In our darkest hour, when our world's greatest, most powerful men were at the most vulnerable, these heroic persons of varying nationalities and sexes came to our aid. Were it not for these brave souls, nay, heroes, we surely would have perished. Shinobu has never won an award before. I can't believe it. You won the Worldwide Federation of Wrestling belt last year, eh? But that was not the real award. Hey, now. Well, I can't believe Miss Drake slept with Little Dicky. I didn't sleep with him. He slept with me. There's a difference. I thought we agreed that what happens in a truck full of cocaine stays in that truck full of cocaine. Sorry, Miss Drake. It just slipped out in conversation. Are you all right, Captain? You look nervous. Hmm? What? Oh. No, I'm just not used to being acknowledged in a positive manner by the international community. It feels good, doesn't it? I am reserving judgment on my feelings for now, Doctor. Now, let us stand and salute as we present these Medals of Valor to our heroes. May the alliance between the League of Nations and the League of the Extraordinary continue through the years and decades ahead. Ooh, League of the Extraordinary. That's a nice name, eh? I believe Dr. Heinrich von Kliegel would like to say a few words, yes? <clears throat> yes, uh, th thank you. Um, <clears throat> thank you, fellow members of the world. I am not very good with words, but I believe I speak for all my colleagues today when I say we are honored by your honor. Shouldn't little Dicky be up there? He would love to be Andrea, victory. but he is currently strapped right to a bed future, sweating out a near overdose of cocaine. I guess it is possible to have too much of a good thing. Which oh dear. Let us all enjoy these moments of quiet while he is absent, yes? And hope that his convalescence ends not a moment too soon. Yes, 
the price of victory bears a heavy price in the loss of our dear companions on the moon. List their names. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I intended to fill that in, but you, you all know who I'm talking about. If I may take but a moment further of your time, gentlemen, there is a matter I need to conclude before we take our leave. Did I ever tell you about the time I was officiating a wedding? A wedding which had been so rudely interrupted by the first appearance of the tripod menace in our skies. If young Miss Fujiwara and Mr. Stevenson would join me at the podium, please. What is he doing? I think he's going to finally finish marrying us, she. Oh, that is good, yes. All right, Doc. Let's do this. As I was saying before, do you, Rodney Patrick Stevenson, take the lovely and deadly Shinobu Fujiwara as your bride to love and very carefully hold in holy moly, not again. Two more tripods? Tell me this is a joke. Nobody panic. Please calmly file back into the palace. Our armed forces and our honored guests will handle this new menace. I'm afraid I don't have my iron suit with me this time. Well, I still got an iron fist. Nobody interrupts my wedding again. They just blew open. Did anyone touch them? Don't look at me. I didn't even get to shout a battle cry. Hold your fire! Hold your fire! Please don't kill us! Beverly? See? I told you it would work. Detective, you survived. <laughs> And the koala, too. Captain, I thought you blew up. In space. It seems we are all full of surprises, my dear. Who are you? Where did you lot come from? I'm Detective Mike Sullivan, pal. I was on the moon. With Steve. Hello! Oh, I'm so glad to be back on the ground. It was really cramped in there. Thanks again for coming back for me before you left. I just couldn't live with myself otherwise. Is it safe to come out the sun? It is so bright. Though I could have lived without taking this guy along. I told you, Sullivan, Helena is my lover. Please don't remind me. It's a mental image I am trying to erase. Oh, it feels good to finally tell someone after keeping our love a secret from the rest of the Sullivans. Let us press our faces together in a lustful embrace. Ah, oh, God. Where is Stavros? What happened up there? Don't worry, Miss Drake. Adonis Stavros is in safekeeping. I don't think we'll be seeing him for a long time. That's nice. Uh, can we please finish this wedding now? Oh, a wedding? I love weddings. <laughs> Rod, do you? Oh, yeah. Shinobu, do you? Hi. Great. Your man and wife now kiss like you've never kissed before. Ah, love, what a way to end our tale of death, slavery, and world domination. Adonis Stavros defeated, the League of the Extraordinary Triumphant. Their enemies scattered throughout the cosmos. It looks like things can only go up from here. But where's the excitement in that, folks? Surely some new challenge will test our heroes in the future. And when that time comes, it will most certainly be a tale of... The Extraordinary! <laughs>
Landing procedure complete. No humans detected. Releasing Miss Stavros. Ah! It was really warm in there, Mr. Bubbles. My apologies, Miss Stavros. Where are we? Based on trajectory and visual stimuli, it would appear to be somewhere on the Eastern African continent. Ew, Africa? Oh, well, it's a good a place as any, I guess. For what, Miss Stavros? To plan my vengeance, Mr. B.